Welcome to the Oh For Food's Sake podcast, where we unwrap the struggles of working in the food industry so that you can thrive in what you do best while sustaining a rewarding and fulfilling career or business. We are your hosts, Lucy Wager, food industry consultant, and Amy Wilkinson, coach and facilitator, bringing you our expertise of starting a food brand and working in the food industry for the last 20 years. Our podcast is for you to find new ways to cope with the daily struggles, but mostly to inspire you to work on what's not working to ultimately improve your career or business long term. Welcome to today's episode. Um, Today, me and Lucy are talking about the value of building up your network. Hi, Lucy. How are you doing today? Very good. Thank you. What's been going on for you? I've had a very busy morning. I've just, I've got, I'm drinking a cup of tea because I realised that I haven't actually had a cup of tea or anything. It's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> not so, good. We, you know, we promote, promote wellness on this podcast. Yeah. And um, and, and uh, last week's episode is about balancing. <laughs> it's uh, It's been, a, it's been a challenge this morning, yeah. but no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, it's um yeah, I think we we are all about wellness, but we're all about reality as well, aren't we? <laughs> and sometimes you forget to have a cup of tea. And I was just con- I was conscious that I didn't want to be late for the podcast recording because I think I've been late for every other one that we've done. <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna be late. <laughs> so I quickly made a cup of tea. So that's a quick behind the scenes for everybody of, of what goes goes on with me and Lucy when we are planning our podcast. Lucy's always late. Anyway, so let's talk about networking. Now, I are you happy for me to start, Lucy, and just yes, talk about yeah, my? Yeah, yeah. So, when people say networking, I honestly am one of those people that it feel that the idea of it fills me with absolute dread. So, you know, like the stuffy old. This is pre-COVID. COVID's been great for me. Where you're you're going to an event or something, and there's an hours networking in it, <laughs> and you're in a room on your own you don't know anybody and you're a room of stuffy people and whether they're stuffy or not that's just in my head and that whole idea of going up to somebody and introducing myself and having a chat is just oh awful and I, and I used to work at Sainsbury's I used to supply into Sainsbury's that when you went down the down the lift downstairs can't remember what it was called but like where yeah, all the supplies stuff, or something yeah, <laughs> supply stuff used to go on oh god I just used to hate it it was like I want to escape there wasn't any windows either and you just felt awful so I think for a long time I thought oh I'm not a very good networker as a result of that because that I don't like that environment but I have realized through time I've actually got really quite a good network and I've done it in different ways so that's kind of what what I want to share today what about you (laughs) what's your kind of experience of networking or thinking about the word networking yeah I completely agree with you on the the networking you know if when you see an agenda and it's got like an hour's time for coffee and networking it's like your heart sinks and you think (laughs) do I really need to do that but and it's funny because when you said that in my mind I hadn't been thinking about network or networking as as that so it's really interesting that you would like pulled on that because that is kind of traditional networking Mm. but I think for me because probably because of COVID and because in the change in what I've been doing during that time in terms of consultancy and really using my network I see it much more as an online that sounds stupid because it's not online because it's still in the real world but it's 
it's the network that you've built over the years of you being in the industry basically yeah, yeah. it's not for it for, and so I was thinking about it not about that those awful networking events in inverted commas but more about all the people that I've met or even been connected to all that like six degrees of separation style thing within the food industry specifically. Yeah. Um, and, and and that's why I wanted to talk about it because it's, because it's been so useful to me. It's, uh, it's, it has literally saved me. You know, it was, it was my network that rescued me after my podology. Yeah. Liquidation. And it's funny, isn't it? Because I remember you saying that you didn't really feel like you had a network. And then mm. when you put your post out, that kind of people reached out to you when you put your post out about liquidating the business. And you kind of had this realisation that there had been yeah. a network there all along. And oh, you just wish you'd tapped into that more, you know. Yeah, definitely. And I, de- I definitely don't think I used my network to its full potential during my pedology years because I was so entrenched and it's probably a bit unfair to say that because there are clear examples of when I did use my network but now I'm doing consultancy and I'm helping other people in their businesses and I'm very focused on specific things I'm I'm really using my network brilliantly and yeah. and I'm really enjoying it and and I think one of the one of the things that I wanted to get across today is although there are like scary elements to networking and we've all had bad experiences of approaching people in a networking, you know, plucking up the courage and going over to talk to someone that you want to talk to. And then them just basically either not being very friendly or sort of actually humiliating you. I mean, I have, I've had those experiences. Yeah. Or when you you almost feel like you, it's it can feel a little bit in those situations it can feel like the school school playground can't it like if you yeah. get ignored or whatever you know it's, yeah. it's it's a horrible experience but it doesn't it is and it doesn't have to be like that it I doesn't. think there's and things I, that I, you can do in that situation like you can if you can make sure you're going to an event with somebody else because that helps but also kind of have a have something that you want to talk about you know like have practice and have a script of something that you you might say or whatever but I think really what we're saying more than anything is don't think that that's the only way to network because it isn't and actually there's loads of other ways to network that are a lot more effective and may feel more comfortable to you and 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 when those things do happen I think when when I've had bad experiences of approaching people and it's, it's only happened on a couple of occasions, but I think it says a lot more about them than it does about you. And it's, and it shouldn't affect, you know, your ability to try again and move on from it. Yeah, absolutely. Those people have got their own baggage going on, haven't they? If they had the router to virtual yeah. strangers it's not yeah it's not good but yeah it is a feeling of um it, you know the the re- one of the reasons having a network is so important is that because we are human and we want to, and we all know through the the experience of lockdown that actually having other people and having other people around and knowing you've got other people you can go to is so important because it was taken away from us and we and we moved online mm. and I think that's in you know for me I've built a massive network I've changed my function and you know gone self-employed and pretty much everybody 
I have um, built a network with I've not met in real life they've all been online I mean we've not seen each other in real life for seven years and we've launched a podcast together (laughs) yeah but we were texting about that last night and and I was like wow really like it just and it just doesn't feel like that because you know when I see you on the screen every every day (laughs) pretty much every day yeah Um, (laughs) but I think it's um, important to say that isn't it you know the, the value of the networking thing is what happened you know that's how we ended up collaborating on a podcast together yeah, because yeah. I mean I've said before haven't I like I'd literally written out a networking list of people I wanted to recon like contact to reconnect with people that I'd stay you know like you that I'd stayed in touch with but hadn't like spoken to for a couple of years or whatever and it felt so scary and horrible so you were the first person I phoned because I knew it wouldn't be scary and horrible oh, with oh. you um <laughs> But, you know, the, uh, amazing things have come out of that. So that's, yeah. I think that's just a reminder of one, you know, I'm not saying everybody's going to go and launch a podcast, but what I'm saying is, you know, keeping light contact with people that have been important to you at work or, you know, or even like your customers, whoever it is, you know, always keeping that door open because you never know when you might need that person again or whether they're going to bring another opportunity in the future. Yeah. And where they might end up as well, because um, or where you might end up and where they might <laughs> well, end up. The food industry is very yeah, small when it comes to that it is. Sort of stuff, isn't it? It's incredible. And I love watching other people's journeys and looking at where their, you know, where their careers have taken them. And it's, it's, it's brilliant. And another thing that I like to do is help other people. We were talking about this as well, weren't we, Amy? Because the mm. school that I went to came and did like a visit around Podology's first little kitchen unit. And one of the girls um, doing A-level food technology showed real interest in the business. And she then, and we stayed in touch and she then came and did a placement with me while she was at Reading Uni. And then, Amazing. She, you know, she now works or she, she was working in marketing at the co-op. And, you know, it's just, it's lovely to sort of, and we don't see each other very much, but it's, it's just really nice to keep people in your network yeah. and just to keep it, to keep in, in loose contact because you don't know where people will come up and, you know. Yeah. I mean, I did a, I did a workshop a couple of weeks ago and there was a couple of people within that workshop that I would call close, you know, one was a, is a really close friend. One was a placement student with me 17 years ago. You'll know her as well. And, you know, to have seen, it's always her that I think about when I think about that amazing feeling of helping people with their personal development and then to like work with her years later um, in a workshop you're like oh, this is you know mm. that's it, mm. it's an amazing feeling but yeah also incredible. there's been times you know through the years where um we've helped each other out you know we both recently went through redundancy and we helped each other out of those things you know and it doesn't have it's like friendships isn't it and and well they are friendships at the end of the day yeah. and knowing where you've got those kind of the inner circle of people that you can go to when times get tough but it's not just about those it's that kind of like you say that lighter touch the the people that you know would love to hear from you but you don't Mm. feel like a particularly close friend people want to help people and if they do and if you are a person that actively goes out of their way to help other people a lot of the time you will get that back as long as you're not overextending Mm. yourself so my yeah. example of that would be, you know, uh, uh, I'm very active on LinkedIn and Instagram and and that sort of thing. If I share something on there and people are interested in it, you know, I'll just send them a copy of it. You know, I'm not. <laughs> yes, it's it's my business, but you know, there's if there's things that can help people, I will share that with them, and they'll remember that. You know, yeah, and they may absolutely. become clients in the future, or they might, you know, 
but or they may put me in contact with somebody in the future but you know be kind and people yeah. will be kind back it's interesting because I have seen people using LinkedIn particularly looking for help particularly like since COVID I've seen quite a few messages where people are like look I'm like almost like not cries for help but bearing their soul really and yeah. I suppose that that's a bit like what I did I didn't do it I didn't realize I was doing it to get help from my network but that is the result that that came from it and it's the the power of your network in those instances is really quite incredible yeah. you've seen I've and, seen quite a lot of it where people are helping other people get jobs you know when it was really, yeah, really tough yeah, at the yeah. mid-pandemic when lots of people were yeah. being redundant but even but, I've seen you posting or, or, or lots of other people posting about where do I get this ingredient you know do you know a manufacturer yes. that does this you know if you've got a good strong network out there that they will help with those things so it's so yeah. important and I think my favorite networking story <laughs> is um it's not um, me John State <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh my second thing no it's fine networking story <laughs> so um Lots of people probably know who John Stapleton is, but he he founded Covent Garden Soup Company and Little Dish. And he's just a fabulous person. And he he's really active on LinkedIn and does shares really good content as well. And I I was put in contact, I can't remember how we met, but it was right at the very beginning of my podology journey. And somebody introduced me or I made contact with him. And he was really generous with his time and information sharing and I met him at the little dish offices he took me out for a lovely steak lunch and we just had a really nice meeting and we just sort of stayed in contact I'd see him at shows he was just always really really nice and you know I think I asked him his advice through podology times and that kind of thing and it was actually him who put me in contact with Jess Harris um, of Little Bandits which I'm now co-founder of and she was my she was my very first client. And it was literally two weeks after pedology. He texted me saying, look, I know it's strange timing, but can you put, can, can I put you in touch with someone? Because I think you'd be, re- be able to really help her. And the power of him contacting me and making me feel like I was capable sort of when I was at my lowest point mm. <laughs> was really powerful. And it's for me, he, he taught me to use your network to help other people but also you know work it to your advantage and to other people's advantage because we're all trying to do the same thing which is get through the food industry (laughs) (laughs) and life and it's you know it, it really opened my eyes to how people and I suppose we all sort of naturally do it we think about oh yeah that'd be, this would be good for them and you know if you think that yeah, you know just do send it. them a message just yeah. drop them a message send yeah. them an email and I've had quite, are... quite a lot of that recently where people have been messaging me on LinkedIn and saying um yep like enjoying your content oh you might want to follow this person because they they share similar views to you or you might want to follow this person because they've got a different point of view from you but I think that's really useful in itself and the other thing that's come up for me quite a bit is where people have messaged me on LinkedIn because they've enjoyed something that I've put on content and anybody that's listening and wants to do that do that because I love it because you can tell Mm -hmm. I love meeting new people and I think that's the diff that's the kind of networking that I have realized is the one that suits me so people have been messaging me and I've said oh would you fancy a cup of tea and we'll just have a zoom catch up and for me that is better I prefer that one-to-one conversation cup of tea relaxed you know 
I've had, I've lost count of how many I've had in the last year and some of them come to nothing and some of them come to like we had, I had that catch up with Gail and we are now collaborating with Gail on the, the MPD um, upskilling workshops. So, you know, almost having few, not feeling like you have to have a massive quantity of connections yeah is that quality is the quality like having good deep connections because I now feel like I could pick up the phone to Gail I had conversation with um well I won't won't bore you with all who all the people are but you know people that are in influential positions they will know the people you know you don't need to know the world you just need to know people who will know people that you feel Mm. like you've got a strong enough relationship with that you can just go actually can you help me out with this do you know Mm. anybody that does this or knows this and and those people want to help you if you've built that that strong rapport up with them so that's my that's how I like to network now so if you're listening and you fancy a virtual cuppa then do um message message me on LinkedIn I'm up for it yeah and the other thing that I was thinking about because I've I've found it so useful because I work for myself but obviously it's 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 just as important for people who are working in businesses as well because mm-hmm. you can get so um, like I remember when I was working in sort of big corporate environments you you get so entrenched in that way of doing oh, things yeah. it's yes. really nice to speak to people that are outside of the business that you work in and even like globally this sort of new way of networking because we've all sort of been forced online so much and it's sort of given permission for more and more zoom calls and meeting people in that way i've really enjoyed networking with people in different countries as well and i've had i've met people um like a vegan business in nigeria and i've had conversations with manufacturers in america and it's all it's you know i I can sort of visualize the broadening of the people that i know and Mm. yeah it's just really exciting isn't it and it is that it's about that diversity as well isn't it of not not just surrounding yourself with people that are like you and have the same opinion as you or the same experience as you, you know, different demographics, different life stages, different outlooks. That's what you really get from a network that you wouldn't, wouldn't get from just hanging around with the same people all the time, effectively. And, And I totally relate to the the last place I worked, there were people that had worked there for 20, 25 years and they really knew the business inside out. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but the ones that I would say I respected more were the ones that went outside of the business to seek different things. So I'm thinking of someone in particular who actively sought out a mentor outside of the business and actively joined groups like, uh, actually, we've got a meetup next week of Lean In, which is a, a female leadership I don't even know how to call it personal development thing. Didn't describe that very well. Sorry to anybody that works at Lean In. <laughs> um, um, but that is about kind of recognizing that where you work, if you've worked there for a long time, you know, it, you can get a bit stale. And actually, that's why it's so important to have a network of people outside of the organization you're in. But what I would also say so I went, I worked for many years at Baccarat and then I left and then. I ended up going back. I didn't think I'd ever go back, but I did go back. So actually staying in touch with those people from the, my first stint there really, really helped me the second time around because I mm. already had those relationships. And so yeah. I think, you, like you said earlier, you never know when you're going to 
um, people are going to pop up again or when you're going to see them again. It's a really small no, industry, but you may even end is. up back in the same business. Yeah. Because um, I went back in a completely different function, but it was, you know, the people, the people at the top were still the same people, you know. Yeah. And that's why I decided to keep my maiden name for work as well, because I got married during podology mm-hmm. and my surname Wager is, is quite unusual and people knew me as Lucy Wager. Yeah. And I, I just I thought I can't change my name for work. And then I did have a, like a moment when, when I finished pedology, I was like, oh, I'm going to change my name. I need like a completely new fresh start. And I did it. I changed on LinkedIn and then I was like, what am I doing? Like, nobody's going to know who I think Lucy I remember Orton thinking, is. who's Lucy Orton? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My kids don't care. My, no. my legal name is Lucy Wade, is Lucy Orton, but I use Lucy Wade because that's how people know me. And it yeah. just makes it, it's it's just easier for me. Yeah. And, and different people want different things. I mean, you know, we won't drudge into my past too much, but I have been married previously and had a different surname for a little while. For, for for quite a short while and I kind of said I'm never changing it at work again I can't be I'm, <laughs> I can't bother to change all the paperwork again but you know and I'm uh, not married now because of COVID um, but I still won't change my name for the same reason <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're totally we always go off on tangents don't we I don't even know why this is <laughs> that was totally my fault that was totally my fault anyway the point being there's no right or wrong with that but kind of it is about the networking thing is partly about almost creating a personal brand isn't it people knowing who you are and that's the point yeah Yeah. and it's your identity who you want to be in that world um yeah it's a much better way it's a much better way of describing it amy (laughs) and now i've just like dredged up my divorce i mean (laughs) (laughs) well we we know i mean we we get to all the all the the bits in our podcast yeah we we like to keep it real don't we so yeah i tell you what we haven't talked about is and and this is quite on topic at the moment because food shows oh yeah yeah so that's like do them all the time with podology didn't you yeah yeah i used to do them all the time and it, they're also they're also a much less scary way of networking. Mm. Even, like so, I I did loads of food shows as a exhibitor, yeah, and it was it was brilliant. And if you're starting a new business, it's a great way of getting your brand out there um, to captive audiences. And trade shows are fantastic for um, you know the, the problem with them is it's they're expensive. But you do get a lot from them. I think you said trade shows are over ones with consumers. You've said to me before because they're even harder work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, consumer shows are sort of relentless, like yeah. physically very demanding. Trade shows are really good because you can be really targeted. Yeah, and you can have really valuable conversations and you can get products in front of people. They're really, really good. But I'm really excited about getting back to food shows just as a visitor. Yeah. Because it's a physical way of networking that isn't that horrible, like in a room with a coffee, you with know, no mingling, agenda. with yeah. no agenda. You know. that, I think that is the thing. And I think that's if you've got something to talk about because, they've, you know, it's on a stand and there's something there, it makes it so much easier, doesn't it? And I think if you do find yourself in that stuffy networking environment, it's trying to think of those things as well. I mean, I have my, you know, the sentence to your elevator pitch about what you do or I might have something useful to talk about that's been in the news in the last week or whatever it's the same sort of thing isn't it it's having something to talk about but yeah it does make it so much easier at a, a show yeah definitely um so I uh, yeah I can't wait to go back to 
shows. Although I never thought I would, well, I I, I will never exhibit at a show again because it was hard. <laughs> but nice. I have got lots of tips for anybody that wants to, <laughs> wants my tips. Of, uh, the tips of what not to do again. But what to do? Well, and what to do? I mean, they're yeah. they're they're brilliant. But you know, we learned a lot as we went along, and you know, you know, because we we used to set up all the stands and everything as well. It's it's so maybe a lot we can do a whole on. episode on that. Let us know if if that is something that will be yeah. useful for yeah. listening. Because um, Lucy's got a lot. Of, I can interview her, and because I can't really add anything apart from from the. <laughs> the other point of view and the last trade show I went to I had to go and sit on the floor because I was so exhausted so that's I'm not sure that that's uh, we, because my, well my mum always um did lots of work with me on on the stand so, so we always had to have a chair she insisted that we yes. had a chair because it, it is like seriously hard work yeah yeah okay so shall we share some of our kind of top tips around networking then you want to go first? You've got a really good. You've got a really good one. Which well, is you're like, quite impressed with me, and I'm like, mm, I am. Yeah. So uh, mine is around mapping out or having a list of of your network, and I've basically got an Excel spreadsheet of pretty much everybody I know. And Lucy was like, Oh my god, I can't believe you've done that. But that was <laughs> when I made this shift from being employed into self employment. I was like, Right, who can I phone? Yeah, um, that makes more sense now. Yeah. Now I know that. I yeah. was I was like quite scared by the incredible organization of this like but there are ways people. of doing that, you know, and um, you know, it's almost it's a good way of tracking, tracking who you've spoken mm-hmm. to. Also, it's particularly when you're in those times of crisis and whatever, it's really easy to forget that you have that network. You just feel like you're on your own, but if you've got it written down somewhere, it really does help. So it's a really get- good idea. Go and get your yeah. Excel spreadsheet sorted. It is a good idea because I have been in various situations where I I, I need something specific. And like I know, like, you know, when you like something's on the tip of your tongue, but you can't quite grasp it. And I what I do in those instances is I go through my link, LinkedIn connections looking for inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, it's the and, same, and it it's the same, yeah, it's, it's the same principle, yeah, but having yeah. it somewhere. But you know, if you yeah, have much more Excel, you could have it with different filters on and all exactly. <laughs> this is amazing. LinkedIn need to do like an what are they called? An add-on. Is that the right yeah. word? An add-on where you can like download your contacts into some kind of like I think you can I think you can let's have a look into that and there is definitely one for this is not going to be relevant to everybody that's listening but there's definitely one where you can it's like a google add-on where it can put it into a crm system for you you can add the people in that way so we'll talk about that offline Lucy but but, I don't know but you could just have an excel spreadsheet as well to make it easier so that's a great one our next one is about being helpful to other people and being generous with your knowledge because people will remember it and will will come back to you and it's just it's it's just that joy of sharing that <laughs> I've just got this passion now for networking shares paying it forward and yeah. sharing knowledge and it will it will you know karma does come your way you know it does you and other I, people it, yeah. they will help you and it, I just find from having conversations what I really enjoy about what I do now is I can be having a conversation with an, a new potential manufacturer and through having that conversation I learned something that another capability they have that is relevant for something else I'm working on or you know and that I love that connection because it makes it it makes me realize that 
somebody else that I've spoken to, I'm going to help because of somebody else that I've been put in contact by another person for a totally different project. You know, and it's just like this, yeah. like wonderful web of intricacy. Yeah. And, and so seeing that as something where you're all constantly learning new things from other people, but then how can I pay that forward? How can I yeah. help other people yeah. with that information? Because it will come back to you tenfold. Mm. And our other tip is to befriend somebody who is a super connector. So that is that was John Stapleton. John Stapleton for you. It wasn't was. It? Oh, I when when I when we were talking about, it, I was like, what does that really mean? I was like, and when I was just talking about John, I was like, oh, of course, he, yeah. John, you're my super connector. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the you, know, you that person that you know that knows everybody. And I know people that I used to work with are like, that's you for me, Amy. Because people used to say to me all the time, you know everybody. And I didn't realise it. This is what I mean. I didn't think I was a good networker yeah. because I just yeah. thought I was rubbish at networking events. Turns out I'm 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 all right at it. So I don't yeah. know if I'd call myself a super connector, but you know, I'm good at connecting other people together. So yeah. find find somebody in your network that is that person that just knows everybody. And yeah, and we, we obviously like and we obviously like doing it because we've we've spent half an hour talking about it. So yeah. <laughs> that probably makes us super connectors because we're it's something that we enjoy doing. So if you're listening, connect with us on LinkedIn because that that you know of, of all the tips, that's what you can do. If you're not already connected with us on LinkedIn, connect with us because we will help you if we can help you with anything. We've got some exciting we always say we've got something exciting happening <laughs> we get so excited but about everything <laughs> we've been we've been talking for a while about setting up a Facebook group where we can carry on discussions basically mm-hmm. because we we get quite a lot of comments and messages which we love so we thought we would set up a new Facebook community so in there so if you go over to Facebook and search over food sake community you will find the group and in there we're going to be sharing more around more content around each of the episodes so we'll we'll share more of our thoughts we want to start discussions with people we want to hear your thoughts on it and we're also going to use it as a way to go live sometimes and do effectively a live podcast that I think we've committed in our heads to once a month at the minute, maybe more if we can, but you know, we're juggling our families and our careers. So we'll see how that goes, but we would absolutely love it if you would come over and join the discussion over there. So yeah, it's Oh For Food's Sake community group. So I hope you found that useful. You don't have to just go to stuffy networking events to um, to build your network. So yeah, I hope you found that useful to, to hear. See you next week. See you next week, everyone. Thank you for joining us today and we hope you've enjoyed it. Take care and catch us next week. And if you'd like to get in touch with us personally, Lucy is available for consultancy advice and is able to offer a free discovery call. Find her on Instagram at outtolaunchmpd or over on LinkedIn. And if you want to reach out to Amy for any coaching or facilitation support, then you can find her at Amy Wilkinson Coaching on Facebook, Instagram or LinkedIn. Thanks again. I'm Lucy. And I'm Amy. See See you you next time. time.